are starting a new series today called Storms, Storms. And today I want to talk to you from this thought, Broken Pieces, Broken Pieces. This is a two-part message. It's going to be a four-part series, but as I was studying it, I had so much from this passage of Scripture in Acts 27 that jumped out at me, that God just ministered to my heart on, that I can't get it all into one message today. So I'm going to talk to you from this passage of Scripture Part two, next week, we're going we're gonna to wrap up this particular message, broken pieces, storms, storms. And springtime in the United States of America, there are a lot of areas in our country that this is storm season. If you're in another part of the country, maybe not so, but here, especially Midwest Oklahoma where, where I am here, that this is kind of known as storm season. People are preparing for The storms, and what's interesting about storms is storms is not just with the weather. We experience storms in our life. We encounter storms, and for the next four weeks, here's what I want to do. I want to teach you how we survive the storm seasons, how we make it through the storm seasons. And I want us to to study a passage of Scripture this week, part two next week, in Acts 27. And I'm going to pick up reading in verse number 14. It says, before very long, a wind of hurricane force, I mean a violent wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind. So we gave way to it and were driven along. It says that the ship was caught by the storm. And sometimes in life, we are caught in a storm. I know I personally have been caught in storms. I've, I've been caught in health storms. I have been on a couple of occasions to the emergency room thinking I'm having a heart attack, dealing with health complications and issues. My, a couple of my children have, have had health complications and, and dealing with the storms of life when it comes to health. I've, I've had relationship storms, people that I was counting on and I loved who betrayed me, walked out on me, people who have lied about me, talked about me, broke my heart. I've had relationship storms. I've, I've experienced financial storms. My wife and I first got married. We had a lot of debt. We didn't know how we could pay the bills. I I was so scared to get married trying to figure this out, the financial storms we were facing, and we've encountered financial storms. I've had emotional storms. Well, I've been so stressed out, so worried, so anxious, so tense. I can't even sleep at night. I've got a headache. My shoulders, my neck are tight, and I'm dealing with emotional storms. And many of you can relate to me because many of you have been in a storm. Some of you just got out of a storm. Some of you are in a storm. Some of you are getting ready to go into one right now. And you find yourself, some of you, in the middle of a storm and you're dealing with the storm of life and the wind is blowing, the, 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 the waves are raging and you're thinking to yourself, how do I survive this storm? And I want to talk to you today about three ways to survive the storm. Three ways to survive the storm. Number one is this, recognize you can make it through the worst of storms. Recognize you can make it through the worst of storms. Hear your pastor today. You're tougher than you think you are. 
And God is bigger than you think he is. I said you're tougher than you think you are. And God is bigger than you think he is. Let's look at this back in Acts 27, the very next verse, verse 16. Storm, storm, storms. It says, as we passed to the lee of a small island called Kadah, we, heard, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure. So the men hoisted it aboard. Then they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together. How many of you know that things are not going well when you have to put ropes underneath the ship to try to hold it together? I mean, you can get a little nervous at that point. You see, sometimes the thing you were counting on begins to fall apart in the storm. You're trying to hold it together. You're trying to hold the ship together. You're trying to hold the thing together. You were counting on this to take it to the other side, and now it's falling apart. Anybody ever been there before where the very thing you were counting on starts falling apart? You're trying to hold the relationship together, but it's falling apart. You're trying to hold the finances together, but it's falling apart. You're trying to hold your health together, but it's falling apart. You're trying to raise your child. You're trying to raise your grandchild by yourself, but it's falling apart. You're trying to hold down a job, but it's falling apart. Have you ever been there when you've been giving your very best, and yet you're trying to hold it together, but it keeps falling apart? And the ship was falling apart, and the scripture goes on to say in verse 17, because they were afraid. They would run aground on the sandbars of Sirtis. They lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven along. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. Friends, storms can be so violent sometimes that they batter you. They beat you up. You ever been there before where you're in a storm and all it does is gets bigger and bigger? You're trying your best. You're putting the ropes out. You're throwing cargo overboard, and the storm's just getting worse and worse no matter what you do. And the storm's getting worse and worse no matter what they do. It's violent. Verse 19 says, on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and the storm continued raging. We finally gave up all hope of being saved. You see, friends, sometimes you're in a storm and the storm just continues. They're in the middle of the storm. They want it to die down, but the storm just continues. And sometimes you're in the storm. You ever been there where you're thinking, will this ever end? I'm in the middle of the storm of my life. And storms can get so bad, you start to lose all hope. The scripture says they begin to lose all hope. Let me tell you something about life. Life can be hard. Life can be hard. You said, Pastor, this is church. Could you be a little bit more positive? I come to church because, I mean, I need some hope. Can you be more positive? Okay. I'm positive. Life can be hard. Life can be hard. You're in the middle of a storm and you love God with all your heart. And it's getting worse. It's not getting better. The boat is falling apart. You been there? Well, the marriage is falling apart and you're doing all that you can, but it's falling apart. 
the relationship is not getting any better. It's, it's falling apart. You're doing all that you can, but it's getting worse. You're in the middle of the storm, and, and you look, and, and, you, and you feel like your life is just falling apart, and you're thinking to yourself, I'm losing all hope. My finances will never turn around. Now you're looking at your child, and you're thinking, my child will never get their life together. You're, you're looking at your life, and you're thinking, I'm going to stay depressed. I'm never going to have any joy. My career is falling apart and getting worse. I'm doing all that I know how to do and things are getting worse instead of getting better. Pastor, if I'm honest with you today, if I could have a one-on-one conversation, I would tell you today, Pastor, I'm losing hope. But hear me today, just because things are falling apart doesn't mean you can't make it through the storm and get to your destination. I have a word for somebody today. I really believe I have a word from the Lord for somebody today. You can survive the storm. Hear me today, church. You can make it through the storm. I don't care how big it is. You can make it through the storm. Acts 27, verse 22. This is for somebody today. Paul goes on to say, but now I urge you to keep your courage. The storm is bad, but keep your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. That's for somebody today. Your ship is going to be destroyed, but you won't be destroyed. The thing you were counting on to get you to the other side is going to be destroyed, but you're going to make it, and you're going to make it to the other side. Come on, you're a survivor. Come on, I'm a survivor. You're going to make it. Let the lightning flash, let the thunder roll, let the waves crash, but you're going to make it. Your ship may not make it, but if you'll hold on to God's unchanging hand, you'll make it to the other side. I'm talking to somebody today that you're losing all hope, but there's a God in heaven that loves you, and you will make it if you'll hold on to his hand. Don't lose courage. You'll lose the ship, but you will not be lost. Number two is this, how do you survive the storm? Number two, recognize the presence of a storm doesn't mean the absence of God. The presence of the storm doesn't mean the absence of God. I want you to check it out here in Acts 27. Look with me in verse 23. Paul said, last night an angel of of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, I love this part right here, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Friend, hear me today. God will send you help when you're going through the storm. I want you to notice that God didn't calm Paul's storm, but instead he sent an angel with the word from the Lord. Sometimes God doesn't calm the storm. Sometimes God calms his child. You see, God doesn't always show up the way that we want him to show up. 
But he always does show up in the storm. It may not be the way that you want him to, but he'll always show up and be with you in the middle of the storm. And sometimes you find yourself in the middle of the storm and you want God to show up and to stop the storm. But sometimes God shows up and he'll bring an angel, he'll bring his peace, he'll bring his touch. He doesn't calm the storm, but he chooses to calm his child. He's always with you in the storm. Here's what you have to understand when you're in the middle of the storm. God is present even when you don't see his presence. Don't allow the presence of a storm to make you doubt the presence of the Lord. Sometime you're in the storm and, and, and you're thinking, God, if you really show up, the storm will stop. God, you must not be here because the wind is still blowing, the waves are still crashing, the boat is breaking into pieces. I'm trying to tie a rope underneath the boat to keep the boat afloat. I'm throwing cargo overboard. The thunder is still roaring. The lightning is still flashing. I mean, God, if you're really here, the storm would stop. But don't you let the presence of a storm to make you doubt the presence of the Lord. God is with you in the middle of the storm. The, way, the winds may be blowing more fierce than ever before, but your God is with you and just because the ship is coming apart doesn't mean you have to I know the ship is coming apart but just because your ship is coming apart and the wind is blowing and the thunder is roaring and everybody else is scared come on you have to trust God can I tell you Paul trusted God he was on the ship God was with him but just because God was with him didn't mean the storm stopped the ship was breaking into pieces, the rope trying to hold it together, cargo going overboard, hadn't eaten in days. It's getting worse instead of getting better. And Paul declares, I have faith in God. I trust my God in the middle of the storm. Hear me today, somebody. You need to trust God in the middle of the storm. I'm not telling you that you're not in a storm. You're in a storm. It's bad. It doesn't look pretty. But I'm telling you, you can trust God in the middle of your storm. Would you trust God where you can't trace him? And I know you can't trace him. I know you don't see his fingerprints. I know you wonder where God is in the midst of tragedy and chaos and your ship breaking apart. But would you trust God where you can't trace him? Would you trust his heart where you can't see his hand? Trust his heart that he's a good father, that he's a loving father, that he'll see you through. Come on, somebody, trust God. He's going to get you to the other side if you will just trust him. Recognize you can make it, friends. Don't you allow the, 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 the presence of a storm make you doubt the presence of the Lord. Paul talked about this to the church at Rome, and he wrote these words in Romans 8, verse 35. He says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? What shall separate us from the love of Christ? If I'm a believer, if I'm a Christian, what shall separate me from the love of Christ? Come on, all of our locations. Come on, Mabel Bassett, everybody shout, Nothing. nothing. Oh, yeah, when you're a child of God, nothing will separate you from the love of Christ. He goes on to say, shall trouble or hardship or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or, or sword. He said, what shall separate me from the love of Christ? Let me summarize it like this. Well, shall, shall any storm separate me from the love of Christ? Come on, everybody, shout no. no. 
Oh, no, 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 no. If you know God, you love God, it doesn't matter what you go through. It may be famine. It may be hardship. It may be trouble. It may be persecution. It may be nakedness. It may be danger. But nothing will separate you from the love of Christ. He is present with you in your storm. Verse 36 goes on to say, as it, it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. And friends, hear me, sometimes we face death all day long. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to make it. Sometimes you wonder, can I get through this? But I want you to know verse 37 says this. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him, through Jesus, who loved us in all these things, nakedness, famine, persecution, hardship, danger, sword, storms, we are more than conquerors. Baby, can I tell you, you don't need to conquer anything when everything's going good. You need to realize that you're more than a conqueror when you've been knocked down, knocked out, kicked, whooped, beaten. Life has been hard. You need to know that in Christ, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, look at your neighbor, look at your neighbor, look at your neighbor. Just tell them this. Look at, look at them and say, you're more than a conqueror. Go ahead and tell them that. You're more than a conqueror. Yeah, yeah, look at your second choice. We all got a second choice. And just tell them, just tell them, you're more than a conqueror. Go ahead, tell them, you're more than a conqueror. Come on, you can make it through this. You got to learn to take a licking and keep on ticking. You're going to overcome. The reason there's still breath in your body is because you're more than a conqueror. God is going to see you through this trial. He's going to see you through this trouble. You have to hold on. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forgotten about you. My Bible says he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you, would you trust him when you can't trace him? Number three is this, how do you survive the storm? Number three, recognize you can make it to your destination on what you have left. You can make it on what you have left. Notice in Acts 27 verse 41, it says, but the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. Come on, we don't like this kind of theology. God loves me, so why did the shipwreck? I'm the Apostle Paul. I'm the man of faith and power for the hour. But the ship wrecked. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. They, the bow struck fast and would not move. And the stern was broken to pieces by the pounding of the surf. And friends, sometimes you're in the storm of your life and everything is falling apart. You love God, and it's falling apart. And you wonder to yourself, how am I going to make it? All I have left is broken pieces. I don't know how I could make it. I had a ship I was counting on, and all I got is broken pieces. I was counting on the marriage, and all I got is broken pieces. I want the relationship to work, but all I got is broken pieces. My emotions, my mind, I've been beat up and battered. All I got left is broken pieces. My kids, they're falling apart. I just got broken pieces. I look at my finances. I never thought I'd be in this financial place. All I got left is, is broken pieces. My health is failing. I got a bad doctor's report. All I got left is, is broken pieces. I lost my job and 
done everything I could and got myself an education and, and all I'm holding on to is it's broken pieces. What do you do when the very thing you were counting on to take you to the other side is beat up, whooped, and all you are holding on to is, is broken pieces? Here's what I want you to know today. If all you have left is broken pieces, is all you're holding on to is broken pieces, is it's all you've got left is a few pieces, can I tell you, you can make it on broken pieces. You can make it on broken pieces. Here's what the scripture says in Acts 27, verse 43 through 44. It says, but the centurion wanted to spare Paul's life and kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and get to land. The rest were to get there on planks or on other pieces of the ship. In this way, everyone reached land safely. Can I tell you, it's bad when there's a storm. It's even worse when you're in a storm and on a ship. It's even worse when you're in a storm on a ship and the ship has broken to pieces. But it's a whole nother level when you're in a storm on a ship, the ship broken to pieces and you can't swim. Hey, I don't know how I'm going to make it. The ship is broken to pieces. I never took swimming lessons. And the instruction was, hey, everybody that can swim, jump overboard and swim to shore. And it says everybody was saved and even those who couldn't swim. It said get out there and they held on to planks and they held on to broken pieces. And everybody was saved by broken pieces. Can I tell you what you got left is enough to get you to the other side. I'm here to tell you today, you got to stop focusing on what you lost and start focusing on what you still have. Quit focusing on what you lost and start living on what you still have. You're never going to make it to the other side by what you lost. If God wanted you to get to the other side based on what you lost, he would have kept the ship together. God must have had something else in mind. If the ship broke, God didn't want the ship to get you there. Listen, you can make it on broken pieces. Quit crying over what it was. You can't change what it was. Some of you living down memory lane. Well, I remember the good old days. Well, you can't do nothing about the good old days. You can't change what it was. God is not going to take you to your destination on what it was. He's going to take you on what it is. Hold on. Hold on to broken pieces. I know your ship is broken. I know it didn't turn out the way you want it. And you say, Pastor, all I have left is a piece. I never thought I'd be down. I never, I never, I never, I never thought I'd be down to a piece. Pastor, I don't know if I can make it with a piece. And I'm telling you, if all you have is a piece, a piece is enough when God is in it. You can make it on a piece. 
You say, Pastor, all I've got is a piece of faith. Can I tell you, a piece of faith with God can take you to the other side. All I got is a piece of hope. A piece is all you need. All I have is a piece of strength. All you need is a piece of strength. You say, all my marriage is holding on is to a piece. Listen, God can take a marriage that just has a piece and get it to the other side. Pastor, I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. I just got a little piece of my mind left. God can, listen, he can take you to the other side with just a piece of your mind, just a piece of hope, a piece of strength, a piece of money, a Listen, God can get you there with just a piece. I'm preaching to you out of my own pain. Because sometimes you wake up and the storm wasn't even your fault. And all you see is just pieces. But we serve a God that can still get you to where he wants you to be with just broken pieces. Somebody hold on. Somebody say, I'm not letting go. Somebody say, I'm trusting God. I've taken a licking, but I'm going to keep on ticking. I've lost some battles, but I won't lose the war. I'm holding on. I'm holding on to broken pieces.